Alewise Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about alewives. There is an extraordinary natural wonder each year at this time, which to my mind illustrates the intelligence of the natural world. All along the main coast, in the estuaries of rivers that flow from inland lakes into the ocean, schools of alewives swarm as they prepare to swim upstream to spawn. One of the best places to view this annual event is at Damariscotta Mills, where a fishway was built to aid the fish in their yearly migration. Damariscotta Mills was established on the site of an old Native American fishing village called Matamascauta, place of many alewives. Here the river channel narrowed sharply, making it an easy place to catch the alewives as they gathered before surging upstream. While most of us don't eat alewives today, these fish were a plentiful and reliable food source for generations past. Up to the early 20th century, alewives were called the widow's portion because towns supported widows and orphans by giving them buckets of alewives. Today, you can buy packages of smoked alewives and taste a bit of history. It's not often we can closely observe the behavior of fish without getting into the water, but there is a path along the fishway so we can look down on the fish as they swim upstream. The fishway angles back and forth as it rises upstream, creating pockets protected from the currents so the alewives can rest between surges upstream. The sheer number of alewives that gather here is extraordinary. You first see them swimming together in big, slow circles in the pond below the fishway. There are so many fish, it looks like there are more fish than water, and all you can see are uncountable undulating silver backs glinting in the sun. As they ascend the fishway, the alewives leap out of the water to reach the next plateau, where they shelter in protected corners, awaiting their turn to swim up to the next section. When they finally reach the pond at the top of the fishway, they still need to dodge the big old bass waiting under the bridge. But then it's easy swimming upstream to their spawning grounds. Alewives are in the clupiform family, which includes herring and sardines and anchovies, and is one of the most heavily exploited fish families in the world. They grow to about 12 inches in length. Alewives are anadromous, meaning they live in salt water but enter fresh water to breed. After spending several years in large schools in the coastal Atlantic, they swim back to the mouths of freshwater rivers from April to June and enter the estuaries. There, large aggregations swim together in slow circles until their osmotic regulatory systems adjust from saltwater to freshwater. The schooling behavior of alewives, indeed of all fish, is remarkable. Fish in schools behave as though they were one organism. They can do this because they have networks of nerve endings along their sides which help them sense each other so they can keep together and move together with coordination and precision. They can space themselves evenly so they have enough room to swim parallel to each other, but not enough room to turn individually unless the whole school turns together. A fish school forms a roughly spherical shape but flattens out when entering shallow water or when rising to the surface to feed. 
schooling increases the safety of the group as a whole. And those fish at the front of the school regularly fall back to the rear so that all have access to the plankton the school is swimming through. When I watch the alewives, I always marvel at this schooling intelligence, and I often reflect on the idea that it would be a good thing if we humans could be as sensitive to the presence of others and possess the alewives' wisdom of cooperation, so we too could move with the graceful harmony of a school of alewives. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.